Do you think it's weird uh, when people comment on your, like, on you and your family and your kids and stuff like that? I, let me let me clarify. When somebody just like makes an observation, but like regularly, but it's not. It's not like, hey, nice pants. Oh, hey, you know, those, I mean, those are nice too. That's fine. But does anybody, all right, here's an example. Oh, you don't smile enough or, uh, you know, something like that. Do they, do they ever talk? I used to get that when I was a kid. I was so fucking shy. I was really outgoing until somewhere between the ages of like three and four, I don't know what happened. I'm not really sure. Maybe the, the I don't know, some something a switch flipped in my brain. But I, I just be, I shut down. I just shut it down, like totally. Like if you if you watch, <laughs> well nobody's gonna watch this. But I used to love watching our old Christmas videos. And Christmas, 1983, I'm, I'm jumping around, I'm just talking to everybody, uh, big smile, happy, happy, just all good things. And then the next year, in the whole, like, the whole video, I, I don't say anything, and I'm like, I'm sort of like cowering, and I'm, you know, a year before that, I'm jumping around, I'm out going, talking to everybody, yeah, look at this, look at me, look at me, look at me, and, uh. I don't know, maybe it's, sometimes I think about, like, I think about stuff. Like, I had these, I had these two babysitters named uh, Kathy and Chrissy who lived across the street. They were terrible. Um, uh, they would just, they would come over and just, like, lie on the couch and watch TV. And, look, I know kids can be annoying. And when I was, like, a little kid, I used to jump off the chair into my beanbag chair. I had a red and a black beanbag chair, and I used to jump off of, uh, you know, like a, just a regular table chair type thing and I jump onto the beanbag chair and I was so excited as kids are and yeah it's a bit much when kids just keep saying look at me 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 but like they're kids they're just they're learning and discovering and like when they say look at me like do it and even if you're just fucking exhausted that's like it's part of being it's certainly part of being a parent uh and it should be should be part of being a babysitter too but you know teens 80s teens anyway and i remember standing on the chair like kathy 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 look at me and like jumping into the beanbag chair and she she ignored me like didn't even look over didn't even flinch just lying there on the couch watching mtv and she couldn't give me the time of day and like i wonder like did that is that did that do something I don't know. I used to, I don't know. I don't know, man. But I was really outgoing and then really shy. And, you know, and then I, and I've always had just incredible uh, social anxiety. So I don't know if it was just, you know, that's just part of growing up. You, you become who you are. And when you're three, you're just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Everything's great. And then when you're four, you realize that like the world sucks and everything's horrible. And then you just shut down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened in that in that year, but it's it was always funny to watch those Christmas tapes and and it's like holy shit I just I just turned it off and I became a real shy fella and uh, and I have two 
very shy kids. Look, their dad's shy, their mom's shy. Just because I can talk and like to talk doesn't mean I'm outgoing. You know, look at so many of these people who are like outgoing. Everybody always used to use Johnny Carson as an example of just like a uh, almost like a cripplingly shy person. But you turn on the camera and he's, you know, he's a Mr. America. Everybody's everybody's favorite talk show host. Everybody's just falling asleep to Johnny Carson. And uh, <laughs> not Johnny Carson, but it's it's something similar to me. And if I'm in a very comfortable situation with very familiar people, uh, in the right perfect situation, I I have no particular anxiety with familiar people in the right setting. Everything has to be perfect. Otherwise, yeah, I'm like I'm kind of. Or I switch into I, I, what I learned somewhere in middle school, somewhere between sixth and eighth grade, is I learned to just, just fucking, just fake it, <laughs> and uh, you know, and you develop sort of a persona. That's it's an extension of you, but like the real, the real me is like I just uh, I I want I, I both I both want to see all the people that I want to see, and at the same time I don't want to see anybody. If that makes sense to anybody out there, that's like, that's the kind of introvert I am where like, I miss my friends so much and I miss my family and I want to see everybody and I want to have a big party with everybody getting together. And then also I don't want to do any of those things. I just want to stay home. (laughs) It's crazy. It sounds crazy, right? Uh, Anyway. Yeah, it's it's just weird, and you know, obviously the pandemic doesn't help when you're when you're locked inside the home for two years and you don't see anybody. Yeah, it does. It makes it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm just more aware of my like social just sort of weirdness, or if I'm just too hard on myself. I, I don't know. Anyway, the 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 original. Let me go back to the babysitters, Kathy and Chrissy. I was recapping babysitters recently with Kim. Uh Kathy and Chrissy were two of the worst. Kathy would sit there on the couch and I would say, look at me, Kathy, look at me, jumping into the, jumping into the uh, beanbag chair. And, uh, and she wouldn't, uh, she could, no, no, no thanks. Chrissy, and then I would, ju- and then I got up and I, you know, and sometimes the two of them babysat at the same time. I don't know if one just came over to hang out with the other one and watch MTV. Maybe we had cable and they didn't, so it was like their chance to watch MTV. I don't know, uh, but I remember we had a you know a, in our old house when I was a kid. Uh, we had a front room with a TV, and we had a back sort of den. You know, it used to be like a screened-in porch, and then uh, my dad and one of his buddies, uh, you know, they converted it into an actual room, and uh, and so that was a nice place to sit on the couch and watch TV in that room. And I would watch, uh, you know, I was. I remember exactly. I was watching Daffy Duck. I was watching Looney Tunes, and Chrissy came back, big, gave me a big smile, and I smiled back. I'm like, oh, she's so nice. And then she just walked over and flipped the channel to MTV, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't watch MTV. I'm like, what the fuck? I was watching that. Hey, lady, I was watching that. Um. And then I don't, then I remember like uh, uh, Michelle Howard who lived down the street. This is when we moved to Valina. 
drive. Michelle Howard lived down the street. She was so great. And her brother, Mark, was the nicest guy. Oh, my God. This guy, he was the paper boy. And he would come and he would come to collect, uh, you know, collect for the papers. That's what you had to do back in the day. You just, what a fucking, what a racket these papers. I mean, Jesus, you, you wonder why the newspaper industry uh, prospered as it did. They had a literal child labor and they, you know, payment, they didn't have to spend any kind of money on a payment system of, of like, of a collect, you know, no, on, no, nothing. Just have the same, the same kid who goes around every morning to every house in the neighborhood dropping off papers. Yeah. Once a week, just have that same kid go to all those houses and knock on the door and try to get payment for the newspaper what a crazy world that's nobody will ever know no that nobody knows what that's like that doesn't happen ever i would be shocked if there was even one little street one little town in america anywhere where that happened today i can't imagine that that's the case or i can't imagine that has been the case at any point in the last 20 years anyway mark so michelle was the babysitter when I was six years old, she rented Ferris Bueller's Day off and let me watch the whole thing. And it's my favorite or certainly in the top five. It's in the top two. It's in the top two. It's like, yeah, I think I, I, I got to go with Ferris Bueller's Day off as like my favorite movie, I think, ever, along with like Transformers and Dazed and Confused. There's, there's so many. There's so many. Um, anyway. Ferris Bueller is, 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 is just the best. And I, you know, my child is named after a character in that movie. Like that's, <laughs> that's how much anyway. Um, and by the way, we just got a notification from the school. Uh, even though my child is named after Cameron, clearly, uh, we got a notification from the school that, uh, that they've missed so much. Cause we just, our kid is like Ferris Bueller. If Ferris Bueller didn't have to come up with any schemes to stay home. Because my oldest is just like, I'm having a bad day. And I'm like, yeah, all right, good. I'll sleep in. You don't have to go to school. I'll call and you tell them you're out. Mental, I, how many times I've called. And it's not, it's not bullshit. It's not like, hey, I want to stay home and play video games. It's like a, I'm, I'm downplaying. This is a, usually a, a major situation where there's just, it just ain't happening. You know, we have those days. And, uh, and sometimes we power through them and sometimes we just can't. And, uh, and, and, and maybe, maybe shouldn't be made to power through every fucking thing, right? I don't know what, what, what doesn't kill us. Does it really make us stronger? I don't think that it does because nothing's killed me yet. And I have like, I have all these weird additional sort of anxieties and sort of uh, trauma-y kind of things that like from all my experiences that now ruin future experiences for me. So I don't know that what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. That sort of sounds like bullshit to me. Uh, so with my kids, I'm like, look, you're having a tough time. Take the day off. Mental health day. And there's been times where they've taken the day off and gone back to bed for like another, you know, it's just, it might just be exhaustion. I spent all of last week sleeping because I'm fucking exhausted. I got three hours of sleep Sunday night. I got three, three, and, three hours and 20 minutes Monday night. I got five hours and 10 minutes Tuesday night. And I got five hours and 25 minutes last night. And I feel so refreshed after my almost five and a half hours of sleep. It's amazing. 
It's like almost almost twice the amount that I got on Sunday and Monday. Um, but honestly, I <laughs> I'm still exhausted. I'm still whatever. Um, yeah. So the 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 mental health thing is is important. So we let we let our kids take mental health days when they're not, and it isn't. And I know the difference between like. I don't really want to go to school because I'm just not up for it. I want to play video games, and I legitimately can't. I can't do it today. Um, please don't make me. Like we've gotten to the point where we're dressed and ready for school, and at the drop off to school, and school doesn't happen. We go home. It's it's you know, I'm gonna get into the details, but it's you know that's how it is. And mental health is a thing that's been just sort of pushed off to the side for so long. And I'm like, yeah, if it's, if you're mentally like fucking, it's just school. It's okay. It's okay. So we got the notice the other day of like, yeah, yeah, your child has missed X amount of days of school. And I just pictured Principal Rooney. (laughs) Nine times. (laughs) Except ours has, ours has crossed over to the 10 times. That's why we got the notification. Like, oh, no, they missed 10 days of school. Oh, and they're still on the honor roll, and they still have excellent grades. Oh, my gosh. That's what, what should we do? I guess lock me up in jail. Um, anyway, <laughs> Jesus, I'm all over the place. So Michelle Howard uh, was our babysitter and rented Ferris Bueller. And it honestly, I still remember. I still remember sitting on the couch against the wall glued glued to that movie as a six-year-old and i didn't appreciate it until later how awesome that was that she rented that movie and just let me watch she was the nicest person and her brother was mark was the paper boy he would come by collecting for the paper and i would uh i don't know i had some kind of sword and i would see him and this is this was very not like me but he was such a sweet, friendly fellow. Uh, I felt totally at ease. Didn't feel, you know, shy around him. Just a nice guy. So I'd see him. He'd come to the front porch to collect for the newspapers, and I'd grab my sword, and I would run out, and I'd pretend that I chopped off his legs. And ch- and he was so good. He just played along. He was like, ah, my leg. Ah, oh, my arm. Very sweet. It was really like it's one of those things you don't forget, <laughs> you know? It's just like one of those little things. I didn't forget when fucking Kathy, when I was probably three or four years old, wouldn't even acknowledge my existence when I just wanted her to see me do a jump into a beanbag chair. And I haven't forgotten Mark Howard playing along as I pretended, you know, to have a lightsaber and chop off all of his limbs, you know, Monty Python style. Just a great guy. Uh, then there was Hope. She was, I think I think now, I think it might be they now. Um, they, I don't know, uh, but they were very nice. But just, you know, just, just also like super quiet, super shy, really nice person. Um, but didn't, uh, you know, would just kind of come and sit quietly and just make sure that we didn't die. That was, that was about it. And I didn't care because she didn't give a shit. She was like, yeah, go play, go watch whatever you want to do. Just, you know, don't die. I'm like, okay. So she was great or they were great. I think it's, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, Hope. I'm sure you're listening to this. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure. Yeah, Hope, that, that might not have. Anyway, uh, nevertheless, then there, was, uh, then there was Jill Jordan, who also lived, lived next to the Howards. There are all these people who lived right around. Jill was not just a babysitter. She was like... I don't I don't even know. It was like it was like if you had Mrs. Doubtfire but was a super hot <laughs> teenager. <laughs> That's really it. It's it's like a gorgeous Mrs. Doubtfire. And I'm a little kid. I'm 7, 8. She would borrow her parents' convertible and take my sister and I to jumping jacks. If you don't know what jumping jacks is, I feel bad for you. Um and I haven't been, boy, I can't even tell you the last time I was at that place. The 90s, I would think. Um, she took us to Jumping Jacks and, uh, and you know, we got food and watched the, you know, the water skiers and all the bullshit. And, like, it was just great. And she would tuck us in and she would kiss us goodnight. And she was so soft-spoken and so sweet. And did I mention hot? Evidently, I've mentioned that a few times because I mentioned that to, <laughs> I mentioned that to Kim the other day, and she was like, "Yes, I'm fully aware that you had a hot babysitter when you were a kid. I know about Jill. She was hot. I get it." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't recognize her if I saw her now. I can't. You know, all the faces are kind of like gone. Like I can't picture what any of them look like. It's really funny. Um, she was blonde, and she was just." Yeah, but just such a, I mean, like taking us for a ride in the convertible, taking us to jumping jet, like that's, that's way above and beyond. That's so cool. Just the coolest. So I had a pretty good run for the most part with babysitters. And then it kind of, I don't, I don't remember babysitters after that. I I don't think there were many. My parents just stopped going out at some point and then, or then they would just be like, all right, you know, you're going to drop you off at your grandparents' house or something like that. Anyways, back to the original point. Uh, it's But, you know, it's one of those things as I was a shy kid and people, I would hear people talking to my parents and they'd be like, he's so shy. Oh, he's so quiet. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm shy. I'm not deaf. I can hear you talking about me as though I'm not in the room with you. And I always think it's so strange, A, when people talk about other people, kids, adults, whatever, who are in the room as though they're not in the room. I think that's a weird sort of thing. But, you know, it just it's happens. I don't know. And I know people do that with adults. Or adults do that with kids. Um, but, yeah, it'll, you know, but when it happens with my kids, I get, I get so fucking, I'm just like, why, why, are you, why do you say that? Like, you know. Hey, does does this one uh, does this one ever smile? Does this one ever talk? Does this one ever laugh? Does it, yes, of course they do. They're fucking shy, and they can hear you. They can hear you, and that doesn't help the shyness. And it's been you know forever, or like you know, oh the. My youngest is, you know, she's very, she's just a little, my little baby, and uh, and the doctor gave projections like, yeah, she'll probably about five two is where where the cutoff is gonna be, 
And I'm like, ah. And look, it's a projection. It doesn't mean could could both of my kids just magically have growth spurts in the next five years and end up being six foot two? Sure. Is that likely? No. Is it possible? Technically, I guess, yeah, sure. Um, it's not probable. So it's just one of those things like, like I, I just have never, I've just never done that. I don't think, I hope not. Like I've, but I've never commented on somebody like, oh, your child, boy, does your child ever smile? Does your child ever show emotion? Does your child ever, uh, <laughs> talk? Is your child ever going to do this? Is your child that, like, it's such a fucking weird thing. And people just, I don't know. I think people are under the impression that I'm like, you know, my kids are just my kids and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Cause I usually, I just, and I fucking close up. Cause I'm like, I don't know. The only response I want to, anytime anybody says anything about my kids, in front of my kids, but not directly to my kids as though they are invisible. I just want to, my response usually in my mind is shut the fuck up. But in reality, I just, I just kind of shrug my shoulders. Cause I'm like, what do you, what is my answer supposed to be? Does your, Oh, does your child boy? Oh boy. Do they, do you ever smile? Do they ever smile? I don't know, man. Yeah, all the time. Around me, they do. So maybe it's just fucking you. <laughs> to anybody who's ever said that. Because uh, do you see me smiling? God damn. It just happen- It just feels like, man. And, I f- you know, obviously, when you're the recipient or, you're, or your children or, or close people are recipients of that sort of thing, you're going to notice it more. But I also notice it more because I never, I just don't, I would never do that, you know, unless it was just like a full on compliment, you know, like something like, you know, I've had that where my kids are around and then, you know, somebody will, uh, is talking to them and they'll just look at me and say like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're good people, these, these kids of yours. I'd be like, I agree with you. you no, know, that's okay. And, uh, but, but when it's, when it's something about like, yeah. Do you ever do this? Why why are they why are they this way? What the fuck am I supposed to answer that with? What am I supposed to say? Like it's that's basically the question. Like if there's something like you know, if it's like my kids are a, a certain height or they don't talk enough for you or they don't laugh enough for you or they're not singing songs for you or they're not smiling enough for you or they don't something is just not the way that you want it to be. I don't, I don't have a response for you other than, again, go fuck yourself. My only response is, why do you care? <laughs> why? Uh, honestly, I just, and maybe that's it for me, too. I don't give a shit if somebody's kid is, do- I don't care what they're doing. As long as they're not, like, fucking annoying me, that's all I care. And, oh, shit. Hold on. Fuck. Fuck. And, uh, who? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, as I was saying, I, I just that, that sneeze just threw me off, threw me completely off my game. It was unavoidable and threw me off my game. Uh, anyway, I just think it's weird because I don't, I've never cared 
I just like, are your kids are are is somebody else's children like? Are they? Are they seem to be having a good time now? I do. My youngest has a, a very good friend who comes over, and they don't talk. They literally, they're both so shy. Uh, they're they're chatterboxes when it's just them or them and you know and the other group of friends or if they're on like a group, uh, you know, a group call, a group video call or something. Uh, then you know behind the closed door and I don't stop and listen, but I can just hear like, you know, beep, 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 all, all day long. Uh, but when my youngest best friend comes over and I'll, I'll ask a question like, do you want, uh, you know, we've got some cookies. Do you want a chocolate chip cookie? Uh, do you want a, you know, a, what do you want? Would you like a snack? Would you like any? And, and they both just kind of stare, <laughs> they both stare at me. And I'm like, and I'll just kind of, I'll playfully joke with them. And then I'll leave it alone because it is, you know, I know how it was going over to somebody's house and their parents are like, boy, don't you, because I would just, yeah, I would be, I love going over to my friend's house, but I love playing with a friend. I didn't want to hang out with their parents. And if I was like sitting down to eat a meal, like I've had, you know, times where I've gone over and had dinner, uh, you know, at the, at the dining room table with my friends and their parents. And, and, you know, and the parents are talking to me and I'm just like, oh, get me out of this, get me out of this. And they'll say, you know, like, oh, you're so, oh, that used to be the thing with me. Like, he doesn't eat anything. I'm right here not eating. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And thank goodness I had my beautiful grandfather next to me, wonderful soul, beautiful soul, and was also as slow an eater as I was. We would both, everybody's done, and they're having dessert and coffee and leaving the table and and grandpa and I are still sitting there picking away at our food. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't help it. You know, I, 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 if somebody told me, oh, he just did that, he did that for your benefit, I would, I'd absolutely believe it. He was that kind of person. If he was, you know, when I wasn't there, if he was, you know, scarfing down his food like anybody else I, and, and, and only, you know, being a slow eater around me, I would, if somebody told me that, I would 1000% believe it. I think that's just how he was, but. Uh, he was that kind of person that I could I could see that being the case, but yeah, people would be oh oh he doesn't eat, he doesn't eat any, and I you know I have uh, a very good friend slash not really cousin but kind of cousin cousin in law step cousin in law who used to we'd have Thanksgiving and everybody would just break her balls because she you know she was like I don't know ten eleven twelve whatever and just at that age where like you know you don't like a lot of food. I didn't like Thanksgiving food when I was a kid. There was, I liked, you know, a little mashed potatoes and a dinner roll and then give me pie. And uh, it's the same way for a lot of kids. And she would eat, you know, she'd eat some crescent rolls and a little bit of fruit salad and, you know, that, not much else. And everybody would comment, oh, you're not eating. Oh, yep, look at that. Look at the f- not eating anything. Like, can you just mind your business? Mind your fucking business. You know, that's how like people get fucking complexes. Anyway, uh, it's just one of those things, right? It's just one of those weird things. Uh, speaking of mind your own business, uh, you know, fuck the Supreme Court. Uh, fuck Texas. Fuck Florida. Fuck conservatives altogether. <laughs> oh, man. I got into it with, well, I didn't really get into it. Basically, some conservative was like stalking me on Twitter. Because I'll retweet something and I'll say conservatives are trash. (laughs) 
And this person was like, oh, I don't even remember what they said. And I, and you know, it's always like, what about, what about black lives matter? I'm like, what about it? Yeah. They were protesting fucking injustice, (laughs) systemic racism, like things that you probably know nothing about, except you don't have your actual, unlike me, you don't have your actual picture as your Twitter profile because you're a fucking coward. So don't talk about anybody else being, uh, you know, being afraid of stuff. Anyway, uh, I mentioned the insurrection on January 6th and their response was the insurrection was BS. And I read that. I'm like, okay, good. This might be a level-headed conservative. Yeah, but then I read the rest of the sentence. Uh, the insurrection on January 6th was BS. It was, a, it was the liberals. It was all planned by the liberals. That was all actors. It was all like full-on fucking crazy pants, no brain cells, QAnon, you know, bullshit. And then started like tagging me in like responses to, you know, there was some video that showed somebody wearing like a McDonald's drink tray as a mask and tagging me. You this you, bro? I'm like, no. And, uh, yeah. Cause he said, he said, Hey, you, uh, you probably wear three masks just to get the mail. And I'm like, no, I wear one mask. And like, you wear one mask to get the mail. That's stupid. I'm like, uh, yeah, my mail is in a, is in a, a lobby that often has people coming and going. And during the, the height of the pandemic, I didn't know who was going to be out in the hall. And so to be courteous, I put my mask on. Yeah, so yes, I did. Now, does that mean I'm currently wearing a mask when I get the mail? No. Do I wear a mask anywhere? No. Have I worn a mask at all in the last two months? Mostly, no. Except the doctor's office and the Gary Newman concert and a couple other little weird times, I think. Um, you know, I haven't been in an elevator, but I have a mask for, I have a mask in case I'm in an elevator. I don't want to be in an elevator. I don't ever want to be in an elevator with people, but anyway, so I'm like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about? I like, I got vaccinated and I, I stopped wearing a mask and okay. Yes. I'm, but I'm crazy. Cause I wore a mask for two years to fucking try and protect people and hope that they would do the same to protect me. And But yes, yes, that's called living in fear. That's called, uh, you know, and yes, the virus only killed a small percentage of people. Only, only tens of millions died, which is a small percent. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's all crazy. Everybody's crazy. Everything's just kind of sad. Uh, I feel like my Wellbutrin is kind of working. I feel like I kind of, I, I don't know. I'm still very, I mean, stress is just going to be there. But I was able to, I was able to yesterday, I was able to focus for a long period of time and get a bunch of stuff done. And I couldn't believe it. I was so pleased with myself. <laughs> oh, so anyway, today is not, is no such day because it's gorgeous outside. It's going to be like 70 degrees. Nobody, nobody wants to work today. But, but here we are. Uh, and anyway, <sighs> you know, trying to lose the weight. Got so fat, and now I'm just, I'm like, I, that's the one thing I've noticed. I feel like with this Wellbutrin, 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 yeah. I've noticed with this stuff, I, like, I, I hope it's not just, a, a, like, a passing thing, but I haven't had, like, a huge desire to really, like, gorge myself. Um, I'm not starving myself by any means, but my weight has gone down, you know, the the reading on the scale of the doctor's office on Friday was about 10 pounds more, 9 pounds more than it was today. 
Now, yes, at the doctor's office, I had my, you know, I had shorts on and I had my keys and I had my wallet and I had my phone and I had, you know, whatever, all this stuff weighing me down and my shirt, you know. So, okay. Um, so I wasn't, you know, it's, it's probably more like six or seven pounds, but still. Um, and I'm not focusing on the fact that I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm down several pounds from last week, but I'm still up, uh, you know, 20 pounds from a year ago. I'm not focusing on that. Even though my photo stream continues to remind me with pictures from a year ago at this time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but we're working. We're getting, we're getting there. We're going to get there. You know, my doctor's follow-up visit is in five weeks. And I want to, you know, I want to have shown improvement. Not for the doctor, but for me. Like, I can't, it's, you can't be fucking around. Fuck around time is over. I'm in my 40s. I can't, I can't fucking sit and eat and the one thing that we've decided is like on friday and saturday nights because i that's when i lose control sitting on the couch on a friday because i've i've spent the whole week working until like 10 o'clock and then just going right to bed (laughs) and so on a friday i'm like i just want to want to stay up and watch some tv we still have like three or four more episodes of ozark i want to watch stuff i want to hang out i want to have snacks i just want to be fucking you know careless and uh, but that's that's where you get in trouble. Like the entire week's worth is just wiped out in a in an evening. So I can't do that shit. So we've just made a pact. Like, hey, you know what? We're gonna put the kids to, kids to bed Friday and Saturday nights, and then we're just gonna you know shut it down, shut it, and then and then just shut everything off, brush our teeth, and hop in bed, and we'll watch some TV in bed. And if we make it through the whole thing, great. If not, eh. Saturday morning, we'll get up and finish it because that's, that's where I need to be in bed. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the ability to just stay up on a Friday night and be responsible and be in control. So uh, instead, I'm just going to get myself, br- brush my teeth and wash up and hop in bed. And then that'll be the end of that because that's also fucking with my sleep. If you're, if you're going to bed at like you know 10 or 11 every night and then on the weekends – <laughs> you're staying up until two or three in the morning uh watching tv and movies and stuff and snacking it's you're fucked i'm fucked so can't do that can't do that all right that's it i gotta go uh hopefully you'll hear this soon i have a bunch of other stuff i haven't posted hopefully you hear that soon i don't know when but soon is the best i can tell you and as often as i can do this that's when i'll do it but we shall see we shall see all right gang enjoy whatever it is you're doing and uh, we'll talk to you next time right here (laughs) right here on the birthday boy podcast go to birthdayboyshop.com get merch until then later gators